coolest, most interesting, whatever you want to say, coolest food science innovation you've seen that hasn't quite found a market yet? To me, it's the 3D food printers. It has been an emerging device, and I believe it's going to be like a microwave in the next five to 10 years. Why? Because precision nutrition, food as medicine, and personalized food is going to be the future trends in the food science area, and the 3D food printers are going to be very important. You heard it here first. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, President and CEO of Agrinovus Indiana. This is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovation across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. Today's guest has devoted her career to innovation in food. After completing a bachelor's degree in chemistry and a master's in biochemistry from universities in Turkey, she traveled to Purdue to pursue her doctorate in food science. And following graduation, she began her career at North Dakota State University and has been there for 14 years. Now she's back and leading Purdue University's College of Agriculture's Food Science Department. She says there's a revolution underway in the food industry. Today we're going to learn more about that and her. Welcome, Shanae Simsek, to the podcast. Shanae, it is so good to have you with us. Hello, Mitch. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Well, we are delighted. Shanae, you are brilliant. Over, four, or over 200 peer-reviewed journal articles in food science. Before we explore this revolution in food system, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. I want to learn more about you. Where did you grow up? Tell us more about your career in food science. Thank you so much, Mitch. Again, it's a great opportunity, and thank you so much for having me this morning. Who am I? I'm originally from Turkey and background in chemistry and biochemistry. I am a very passionate food scientist and food chemist, and I am very enthusiastic boiler maker, Mitch. This is why I am here today, and I am also a big fan of state of Indiana, and it's great people. Thank you. Well, it is, it is so good to have you back in Indiana. And as I was looking back, Shanae, and, and mm -hmm. trying to reflect on all the great things you've done, we talked about those 200 peer-reviewed journal articles you've been in, that you've written. In the announcement in your return to Purdue, I love this, you shared there's a revolution happening in the food system today. That was, that was your quote in the press mm -hmm. release announcing Shanae is back at Purdue. Tell us more about the revolution that you see happening in the food system, and, and how are you working to shape that at Purdue? So these are very challenging times that we have to overcome multiple issues. One is the climate change. Another area is feeding the people, and the, we call it Big 2050 Challenge. So we have to address the issues um, in terms of how we are going to feed more people with less uh, land and agriculture, and then we need to make sure that we are producing nutritious food that has a long shelf life, it has great nutritional profile, and then another challenge we have today's world is, is we have obesity problem in some of the countries, and then we have malnutrition problem in certain part of the world. So as a food scientist, what do you do? Do we have to fight with obesity or malnutrition? Or do we have to worry about how are we going to feed all these people 20 years or 30 years from today? So we do everything with the great science. We have to address all these challenges working together and taking the transdisciplinary and translational approach. So Purdue, again, has great opportunities working with multiple departments from different disciplines 
it's a platform that we all can come together and overcome all these challenges. I love it. Your work in uh, carbohydrates yes. is fascinating. Thank you. And as you think about this future of the food system, where do you see carbohydrates? I mean, carbohydrates for so many have said, ah, oh, no carbs or low carbs. Mm -hmm. Yet it's been core to your, your research, core to your studies. What do, what do carbohydrates hold for the future of the food system? So carbohydrates are really interesting in terms of how they are important in the natural system. So they are part of the plant cell wall. That's why, um, I'm going to start over again, this, this is, <laughs> this is all good. That's right. Perfect. I just, want, I just want to talk to you. You're so smart and so good. I just want to hear from you. That's fine. Okay. So carbohydrates are the, the most abundant molecules on earth. And nobody thinks about it. And they are extremely important for many aspects, whatever, whatever happens in the nature. So they are part of the plant cell wall system. So if you walk outside, you will see trees. The major part of the trees are carbohydrates. We call them cellulose. And they are not soluble in water. That's why trees do not melt when it rains. But then when you are hungry, you are eating delicious cookies or bread or pasta. Also, a major part of the food composition is, is carbohydrates. So they are providing glucose. They are providing energy that we can survive. That's, and then also, they have biological functionality as being the signal molecules in many, many biochemical pathways in our, um, in our uh, biological system. So nobody thinks about carbohydrates. They think it's just a sweet you add into your sugar, but carbohydrates are responsible for providing texture to the food. Is it viscous or crispy? They also impact the taste of the food and then mouth feeling. And after digested, they are also impacting how much glucose is going to transfer into the blood and how we can turn that to energy. So I'm very passionate about carbohydrates because you can have diversity of structures and each structure can have different functionality. Ah, so That's why I'm so passionate, I'm sorry. No, I love it, I love it, because that is, it's so important that people understand mm -hmm. that, you know, again, we hear all these low carb, no carb diets and the criticality of carbohydrates. Yes, and actually, there is no bad carb or good carb, it depends. And also low fat, high fat, it's another concept, right? To me, I am a food chemist, I am not a nutritionist. To me, it depends what are you eating and when are you eating and what is the balance. So everything is about balance. The life, right? We always talk about work-life balance. Also, diet needs to have balance. I think we should eat everything in a balanced way and the right time, right food, that's all we need. Sage advice, right time, right food. I want to get into entrepreneurship because we've sure. talked about entrepreneurship quite a bit. Uh, you and I have in our visits. It, Purdue just opened its Food Entrepreneurship and Manufacturing Institute, or FEMI. Mm -hmm. was, I think it was in April, right? Tell us yes. about the institute and how you envision, envision it inspiring entrepreneurs, both entrepreneurs and big companies alike. How are people going to work with FEMI? Yes. The FEMI was established in the idea of bringing ideas into the reality concept. So it is created to connect industry partners and the small businesses and also entrepreneurs with the researchers. 
So let's say you have a great idea and you want to try if it is going to work or not, but you do not want to invest thousands of dollars to buy the equipment. You don't want to hire people because what if it doesn't work? Or maybe you are a great, um, you have the great idea, but you do not know how it, if, if you have the right business model. So you come to us, you talk about your idea, and then we have great group of students. They are also part of the Food Entrepreneurship and Manufacturing Institute. And they work, we all work as a team, and we want to support and also local economy and our producers in the state of Indiana. We work with small companies as well as the big companies, and we try to help them if they have any problems. What is the role of students is students are working with real people, real problems, and they have access to real issues that are originated from real people. And from the entrepreneur's point of view, they have access to great talent and the knowledge and the facilities, and we are at Purdue Food Science Department to help them. And also, Femi, I should mention, I briefly talked about the business model. Uh, it is an interdepartmental effort. We also collaborate agriculture economics if, if anyone needs help with business model. We're talking with Dr. Shanae Simsik. She is the director of the Food Science Department at Purdue University's College of Agriculture. Shanae, Purdue is a pioneer by definition in food science. When we had a chance to mm -hmm. tour your facility up at Purdue, we learned about the revolutionary work Mm -hmm. that happened in aseptic packaging. I mean, really a new chapter of innovation within food science. Now you have FEMI bringing entrepreneurs. What do you see as the future of, of really engaging entrepreneurs and creating this next chapter of food science at Purdue? So we want to be, I think I am in the right place at right time in terms of how we can shape the department's future. It's why, because College of Agriculture, with the great leadership team under Dean Plot and all the also uh, all the associates deans in the college, we have multiple initiatives. You are familiar with Plant Sciences 2.0, transformative education, digital agriculture, and we have fantastic researchers in the area of food security, food safety, food chemistry, and Purdue has a, Purdue Food Science Department has a long history of of balancing, again, basic research plus solving the real life problems. And all that great reputation did not happen by coincidence. It's the great people, great support. And we have great initiatives, again, led by the Purdue University administration. So I am here to take that role as the department head of food science and take that department to the next level again, solving future problems that nobody even has been talking about. Maybe we are working on a food product that nobody even has tasted, and maybe we have some researchers that are trying to develop food products or develop microorganisms using bioreactors, just taking the air, and can you turn air into the food? Well, we have some researchers, they might try that. Fascinating. Thank Absolutely you. fascinating. Okay, time for maybe two more questions, Shanae. Uh, so much happening within mm -hmm. the food system. We have food insecurity. We just came out of a global pandemic where we saw supply chains fall apart. Sustainability is a big piece of the food system today. No shortage, 
no shortage of issues for us to tackle. Mm -hmm. From your perspective, where do you see the biggest opportunities for innovation in the food system right now? Where are the opportunities is, is I think we have to take the team approach, how we can work together. And instead of just trying to tackle all the problems as food scientists, so we have to take the holistic entire food systems approach. Everything from, this could start from the soil science to working with producers and how we are going to, we will be collecting multiple data during the process and we need to work with data scientists. But the best approach, best potential is, is taking this holistic approach of solving the global problems and also um, how we will translate all that basic knowledge into the applied platform. Again, Purdue has um, multiple departments. I'm just going to start over this. I didn't like it. Um, I had something put together for this, and I should forget about yeah, it. Yeah, just, just talk okay, about the biggest what, opportunities. What is the biggest opportunities are, I think the best shot we have solving and tackling all these issues that are in the future or currently we have is is taking the holistic approach and working as a team from soil scientists to food scientists agronomists plant breeders and we are in the in middle because we are processing the food and we want to make sure it's going to be safe to eat it is going to have shelf life it's going to taste good nobody wants to eat food if it is not tasting good and then also working with nutritionists. And even we come up to the point of gut microbiome. You know, I have never talked about this, but we have fantastic programs in gut microbiome too. So the best opportunity is taking the team approach and solving the problem, taking the holistic view. It's so important. We look at the ag bioscience economy. We talk about value-added food nutrition and animal health nutrition and crop protection and mm -hmm. ag tech. You can't isolate one single variable. To your point, it takes soil scientists working with nutritionists, working with food scientists. It is the whole ecosystem, the team, as you mentioned, that team-based approach that's really critical. Agree. I echo what you said. And I also want to mention um, working with producers and farmers in the state Great of point. Indiana and how we can add value to the crop that they grow. And also, we have great investments on small companies. Maybe you, uh, we, we generate sometimes technology and science. And we, again, not everyone else, but some, uh, some of the scientists, they might not know how it could be useful in real world problems. So working with um, industry and users, um, different, um, Entire, you know, entities from the uh, from the state, we can actually um, utilize the technology and utilize the science in a way that it can help uh, many people and solve global problems. I love it. Okay, Shanae, last Thank question. You. This one's going to be big. You're sitting on all of this research. You've done all this work. I love your passion for applied mm -hmm. science. What innovation do you see in the food system that excites you the most? What are you most optimistic about? Crystal ball. Okay. So food is, is essential. We can't survive without food. So there will be continuous research and innovation in the food. 
And I am, again, excited about innovations in the food system, is, is the holistic solutions to global problems of climate change, human health, and development of local economies. And also, we need to diversify, diversify the food sources in an effort to increase the resiliency in the food systems. And we need to find solutions in food systems to increase the value for farmers and producers, but we want to maintain affordable and accessible food supply to customers. I think this will be an important consideration and the backbone of the food systems innovation going forward. I love it. Now, Sinead, if, so, if there's a producer listening, a student, mm -hmm. a small company, a big company, they say, oh my gosh, I've got to get to Sinead, I've got to figure this out, mm -hmm. how do they get in touch with you? It's just um, go to Purdue Food Science Department, and my email is ssimsek, S-S-I-M-S-E-K, at purdue.edu. And I can provide you my cell phone number. It's public, 765-772-5716. There you go. I don't know that it's ever happened on AgBioScience, <laughs> but she is Dr. Sinead Simsik. She is the food science department lead at Purdue University's College of Agriculture. Sinead, you have been fabulous. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Mitch, thank you so much for having me this morning. Again, um, you are always welcome to food science department. We have great science, great food, and great people that you can visit anytime. And there's great ice cream. Uh, Sinead, thanks again. I appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. You can always get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can also access our entire library of archived episodes. And you can always learn more online at agrinovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agrinovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier, thanking you for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick and produced by Kayla Chittister and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.